Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up everyone? Thanks for downloading episode 55 of the Membership Guys podcast. This is the show to listen to for proven practical tips and advice on how to grow a successful membership website. I am your host as always, Mike Morrison, one half of the Membership Guys. And in this show, we're talking about how you can prevent hit and run members. So what do we mean by that? What do I mean by hit and run members? Well, those are people who sign up for your website Download everything that you've got on there. Download all of your videos, all your audios, your software, your scripts, your worksheets, your ebooks, everything that you've got on offer. They get in there, they grab everything, and then they cancel their account. And if that sounds like the absolute worst kind of member you would ever want on your site, then <laughs> you're bang on. And because of that, there are people who allow the fear of members like this to prevent them from actually taking certain actions when it comes to their membership. So it's not uncommon for us to hear from people who are considering using things like free trials or low-cost trials, who are maybe considering having 30-day money-back guarantees. Sometimes we even hear this for people when they're weighing up whether to charge annually or whether to charge monthly. They're put off by this fear of hit and run members. Because of course, if you're offering a free trial, then somebody can get in there, not pay you any money, download and grab everything that you've got and then disappear. So your stuff is basically being put out there and being accessed and being consumed without you actually receiving any money from it. And on the surface, that seems like a genuine concern, a genuine fear, and a real reason not to offer trials, to not offer money-back guarantees or you know attractive refund policies, and maybe even to not offer monthly payments. But truth be told, it's not as big of a problem as you may think it is. You don't actually really find too many people doing this sort of thing. And I'm talking from experience of being directly involved and heavily involved in sites that have had up to 50 or 60,000 members. It's really not as big a problem as we fear that it will be. Now, of course, that's not to say that it doesn't happen, but we just have to accept that if you're doing business online, if someone wants to get their hands on your stuff without paying for it badly enough, they'll find a way of doing it. If Hollywood movie studios haven't found a way of stopping people from getting their stuff for free, then what chance do you and I stand? So let's say you are thinking of offering a trial, but you decide not to because of this fear. And then as a result, you say to yourself, okay, we're not going to offer a trial for this membership. We're just going to go straight into monthly payments. So someone has to sign up on a monthly membership in order to get access to anything. That'll keep the hit and run members out. Well, actually, if somebody's determined enough, then all it means is they'll come in, they'll still download everything, they'll make their first monthly payment, and they either cancel having only made a single payment, or they cancel and then request a refund. The same is going to happen if you're charging annually. Whatever barrier you put in the way of somebody getting into your membership, if someone really desperately wants to get their hands on your stuff, either without paying you anything or paying you the absolute minimum they can get away with, they'll find a way. Now, 
There are things you can do to make it a little bit more difficult. Again, remember, this isn't in the real world, in practical terms, as big a problem as you worry it's going to be. But if you want to get that bit of peace of mind, if you want to know that you have mechanisms or processes in place just to minimize, to make it that little bit more difficult for people to really take advantage of your site in that way, then there's a few things you can do. First of all, if you're offering video content, you don't need to make those videos downloadable. In most cases, it works out better for you to actually have it so that any video training or video courses that you offer are embedded on your site and people have to come and actually log in and watch those videos on your website. They can't download them to their own devices. You may get some people requesting the ability to download them, but it's not as big a realistic expectation as being able to download workbooks, for example. So if you have videos, don't make them downloadable because that's actually going to make it harder for people to just take everything you've got on offer because they can't take everything. Of course, there are scripts and tools available that help people to, um, to take embedded videos and save them on their own computer, but that's going to require a lot of effort. And in most cases, people who are looking to just hit and run aren't going to see the effort involved in downloading all these embedded videos as being worth their while. So that can just provide a little bit of a hurdle. You can also drip feed your content. So you can make it so that not all of your content is available to members from day one. So you don't have that situation anymore where somebody joins your site and from the first second they enter your site, they have access to absolutely everything you've ever created. I typically only recommend drip feeding content, so releasing content periodically, bit by bit, to members in accordance with when they join. I typically only recommend you do that if it makes sense for the material that you're delivering. So if it's a course, if it's some sort of guided training, if it's a sort of thing where it actually it makes sense and it's more helpful and more practical for your member to just get one piece of the puzzle at any one time so they can just focus on that, then that is a good reason to drip feed. If you're just drip feeding content because you're worried that people access everything, that to me isn't a good enough reason to delay the delivery of value to your members. So if it makes sense to drip feed things in terms of being a better educational experience and a better user experience for your members, then that does have the added benefit of making it more difficult for hit and run members to actually extract everything. Now, if you happen to provide some sort of software or tool as part of your membership, then again, that can be a great way of stopping people from extracting everything from your site in a hit and run attempt, because you can then make it so that any future updates, any future developments, access to the most up-to-date version of a particular plugin or a particular website template, tool or software can only be accessed within your membership. That means if somebody does come in and download everything and then cancel, then they're going to find themselves a few months down the line in a situation where perhaps that bit of software that they're using is now out of date or they have a problem with it. They've got a question they need to ask, but because they have hit and run and they've just downloaded everything, they can't get updates, they can't get support, and that's going to be a problem for them. So again, it makes it less attractive for somebody to approach your membership in that way and for someone to try 
try and take advantage of having access to all of this stuff. And it's also a good idea to have a good mix of different types of content. So as well as providing static content like courses, like worksheets, like tutorials, incorporate a live element to your membership too. So if a big part of what the actual value you're offering is consists of regular maybe weekly, bi-monthly, monthly calls, Q&A sessions, guest webinars and stuff like that, then that's not something that people are going to have access to from day one. Because obviously, if somebody just joins your membership, takes everything and then runs, they won't have been around long enough to get access to the next live webinar, the next live training session and so on. Making it so that people can't actually just come in on day one and get everything. They have to remain a member in order to get a lot of the value through live calls, through community. Again, just makes you less of a target for these kind of hit and run members. Overall, the important thing to remember when putting stuff into place for this is that you should not be prioritizing protecting your interests against hit and run members should not be prioritized over your good members, over the members who behave the way you want them to behave. Those guys are your top priority and it's very easy to find yourself in a position where you use all sorts of crazy software and custom coding to lock everything down and protect yourself from these unscrupulous chances that actually you ruin the member experience for your good members. And remembering that, again, this really genuinely is nowhere near as big a problem as we make it out to be in our heads. You're not going to have hundreds and thousands of people behaving in this way when it comes to your membership. So while you will get the occasional hit and run member, they will form such a small margin of your member base that it would be absolutely crazy to prioritize locking people out over providing a positive member experience for the good portion of your membership base. So if this is a fear that you've had, or if this is an experience you've had and you just wanted some info on options you would have for protecting your content a little bit more, making it a little bit more difficult for people to just do this sort of stuff, then hopefully this has given you food for thought. But really the one thing I do want you to take away from this podcast is just the realization that this is something that's very easy to worry and to panic about, when in reality it's something that happens far less than you would think. Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. Hopefully it's given you something to think about. I'll be back again very soon with another episode of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com. The Member Site Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.